Hello and uh, welcome, guys. Welcome to London. How are you? Yeah, we're very, very well. Thanks, Matt. How are you? Yeah, all good. But I, you know, um, I haven't been uh, sort of tra trapped in Western Australia like you for two years. We've, we've been allowed to travel for a while now. So um, you're here in London. Listing happened a few weeks ago. Um, you're going to be doing what? A little roadshow around uh, UK and Europe, are you? That's exactly right. Yeah. So uh, going around with our Nomad and uh, to, to clients over the next couple of days. And we've got uh, a fair few of the investment banks down at Canary Wharf later in the week. Uh, then we're heading into Germany, uh, obviously, to our battery recycling plant, where we're opening that on the 28th of uh, March. And we're heading up to Pori, Finland, to have a look at our vanadium recovery project. Fantastic. And what's the, what's the end game here? Obviously, you've got the listing. You've got to you know, tell people that you exist. And you know, how, how does that, how's that going to work for you in terms of, do you think you expect to sort of see AIM become the, the main exchange for you guys? Look, we've certainly got to get our story out there. You know, Europe is our centre of operations from a geographic point of view. You know, the, the battery recycling in Germany, um, Eli joint venture with Bondelti in Portugal, the Vanadium Recovery Project up in Finland, you know, the market that makes the most sense to us is is London. And, uh, you know, we're very much looking forward to, to qualifying to become uh, bearers of the green mark in future. Okay, well, that's good news, guys. Matt, I also think that uh, I was going to say there's also a little bit of a slow burn as well here because we didn't raise any money. So it'll take us a minute to raise awareness and get the liquidity up. And fortunately, we've got the time to do that. So, you know, it's nice timing. It, I think I think it is, um, and I think uh, geopolitical situations and tensions um, uh, will help in those conversations in terms of exp expediting conversations. I suspect because as supply chains um, have you know had difficulties, as um, you know markets with commodities have been you know quite volatile of late. Uh, be interesting to see you know what people are asking, and we're going to see you on Friday, and hopefully we'll be able to get, answer some of those questions for us. Um, but the other thing that's happened, which is why I actually wanted to speak to you today, was big news: Mercedes Benz is now a partner. Wow, how long has that been on the works for, Chris? Uh, it's been a while. The uh, the Mercedes guys are nothing if not diligent. Uh, in having a look at our technology and making sure that, um, you know, it, it meets uh, their requirements. So, you know, we were very, very happy that uh, ahead of executing the formal agreements that uh, Mercedes was happy to, to tell the world about, uh, you know, Prime Mobius being its technology partner to, in the field of lithium battery recycling. Right, and so, and what exactly what exactly is the is the purpose of the JV between Primobius and uh, um, Le, Le, how do you pronounce it? Lycula, Lycula, Lycula. Okay, yeah. so it'd be like lithium and circular sort of put together. And so, look, essentially, you know what Primobius uh, will do once we sign the agreements uh, is to design and build them a 10 tonne per day integrated battery recycling plant and install that in custom-made facilities at their Kuppenheim operations uh, in Germany. Okay. So you, what, in, inside an already fabricated building or are you? how long would this take to actually get up and running, I guess? So the they're, they're, look, the, the, the first part of the plant we think could go into existing uh, plants, uh, sorry, existing buildings, 
But, uh, you know, in their press releases, they've put out a fancy design for their new plant. And then our role, Matt, is, is to continue to support them with, you know, the technology at, a, at an R&D level as they go through and start testing all their future chemistries because, of course, they're going to be cell manufacturers themselves as well as having end-of-life batteries coming out of their vehicles. Okay, yeah. so, so what's the upside for you guys here? I'm trying to work out because JV sounds fantastic, but, you know, a, and a technology partner and design partner, what, what's that actually mean? Does that mean that you, obviously, you'll get paid for what you do or is it a shared revenue or how does that actually JV yeah, work? Yeah, so we, we're... We're, we would be selling them the plant. And so for the initial uh, throughput at 10 tonnes a day, we'd be giving them a royalty-free licence to do that. Obviously, Mercedes is is moving to, you know, transition their fleet from internal combustion through to electric. They produce about 2.5 million cars. So, you know, treat this as, you know, one of the leading car makers who's committed to its own cell production and becoming integrated, actually having, you know, a, a bolt-on uh, battery recycling business at the back end so that they can satisfy not only uh, the forthcoming uh, EU battery regulations, but to satisfy their own ESG obligations. Well, uh, t- well tell us about that because um, is this – are they doing this um – because they're not sure if they can they can um, uh, secure their supply chain uh, for lithium and, and, and other other metals, or is it a marketing exercise, or is this a regulatory uh, component which they have to factor into their design? Yeah, look, I think you know for these guys embracing the circular economy and decarbonizing the the, the EV. And recycling is an important part of that. In terms of even if we recycled every lithium battery in the world in 2030, it would only provide enough feedstocks for 10% of that year's production. So it's not a panacea to the supply issues at present. But by 2040, we think that the global recycling market will produce 50% of the battery materials needed for new production. So, you know, for Mercedes, they've got ambitions to be net zero. So, you know, green steel for the cars, uh, you know, having as much recycled content as they possibly can in the, uh, uh, in the battery supply chain and they're going to make their own cells. So uh, I think, I think they're, they're at the, the battery, EU battery regs don't really come in until mid-decade. Um, so, you know, I think... It's just a testimony. They've been pioneers in a lot of the innovations in the auto world, and this would be an example of uh, of that in the field of recycling. Okay, so more importantly, I guess your shareholders want to understand what it means for Prime Mobius and obviously Neo Metals as, as the major shareholder of that um, company. Is what what's the scale up opportunity here? And you know, does it just stop with Mercedes Benz? Is this an exclusive? Are you tied in? Well, look, you know, we've announced that um, we had done a, an option, a licensing, an option, a buying option with Stelco, Steel Company in Canada, with respect to deploying plants into North America. Uh, Mercedes is another business development opportunity. At Tochu, we've got an MOU to develop uh, a business into Japan. Uh, you can be rest assured that we think that the Mercedes-Benz deal will catalyse quite a lot of the discussions with the pipeline that is not public 
and that will result in uh, more plants in the future. I think, you know, there's 200, more than 250 gigafactories going that will be in production in 2030. Each one of those will need a small plant of the size that we're looking to build, 50 tonnes a day, which is our commercial one that we're looking at building in Germany and the studies finished mid-year, uh, the same size that we're looking with, with Stelco. So each there's opportunities to deploy multiple, and that's about 10% of, you know, what the ingredients that you put into the front of a gigafactory come out as production scrap. For end of life in 10 years' time, you have to scale that up by a factor of 10. So in terms of the scale and, you know, I think the overarching thing, when you look at these technologies, you look at the total addressable market in terms of tonnes and try to have a stab at what you think our penetration rate will be for that market. And then... How good is the technology? Well, now that we're going with Mercedes, they're going to run with it first. They've been through a very extensive due diligence. The probability that we get a higher penetration rate than you thought last week um, is, a, is a reality now. So, one, we're going to build more plants. Two, the plants are going to get bigger. And three, uh, we're going to have a more aggressive market penetration rate than the market thinks we can achieve now or previously. Well, and also, I guess, um, having Mercedes-Benz as a customer is a mark of endorsement. Um, does selling get a little bit easier too? It's, there's certainly been a, a validation piece that I think the market's been waiting for to see a brand name OEM, you know, align with what we're doing. And so now that that's occurred and it's been a while in the making, I think a lot of the discussions we've been having, some of that diligence has already been done for counterparties by virtue of mercedes so, um, you know, it, it's, it's very helpful to our cause for sure. Okay, and Jeremy, one, one final one for you. Obviously, um, ESG on everyone's lips, zero carbon initiatives um, ev everywhere you go. Um, what, what's, what have been the questions that have been thrown at you around that in terms of your, your own uh, credentials, the neo-metals credentials and uh, primobius credentials? Uh, is that important part of it? Yeah, it is. From a Primobius perspective, you know, because we're engaging with the market, having commercial discussions, so every time you have a request for information, you know, or an RFQ process with a counterparty, they're going through a lot of those credentials, ESGs right up the front, along with safety, et cetera. So, you know, we're right at the coalface with all of that. In terms of the market, I think Chris and I have, you know, ears, ears wide open to listen to some of the ESG funds we're going to meet with and see where their priorities lie because it's been a while since we've been able to travel. But, yeah, there's just continued and increasing interest. You know, we've employed someone full-time to help out with our internal ESG committee. So it just gets, you know, bigger and, and there's more focus on it for good reason because it's, you know, it's certainly not greenwashing in terms of what we're doing. So, uh, you know, onwards on that front. Okay. Well, gentlemen, um, we're going to see Friday live and in person, uh, which is really exciting. Um, we're going to maybe dig into the weeds on some of the other projects which you've got coming through over the next two and three uh, years. But uh, congrats on the Mercedes-Benz deal. Thanks a lot, Matt. Cheers. Have a great day.